0: Hey ladies, I wanted to jump on here really quick before the intro to the podcast and just let you know that I recorded today's episode on my podcast app, Anchor, and it edits a little different than what I'm used to, so there's some longer pauses throughout the podcast between the introduction and me starting to speak and the ending, so just stay tuned, listen up, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode trusting in your military marriage all right have a great day bye welcome to when life gets strange tips for loving your perfectly imperfect military and everyday life let me introduce you to my wife and your host maria strange we have been married for over 20 years over 17 years in the army and she is the mother to our six children and we are members of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints as a certified life coach maria's goal is to help you thrive and love your perfectly imperfect military and everyday life are you ready hello ladies and welcome back to episode 61 of when military life gets strange building trust in your military marriage Ladies, are you enjoying this podcast? If so, would you please like it, leave me a review, share it with a friend. The more people who listen to this podcast, the more people that it can benefit. Okay, so on to today's topic. What does trust and commitment look like in your relationship? What does it even mean to have trust? Trust means cherishing each other and showing your husband that you can be counted on everyday commitments. That is what trust is compromised of. It means that you're willing to accept your husband for who he is. You're going to find the things that you appreciate about him and that you are choosing your husband each and every day. Now, being a military wife, sometimes our spouses are gone for a long time and we've all heard the old army saying, if the army or the military wanted you to have a wife, they would have issued you one. And that's not happening. And yet there's plenty of military men and, and women who are married and who have successful relationships. So if we're not issued to our spouses, then what? What does that mean for us? And how? Do, what does that mean for trust? For me, that belief comes for me to trust him and to know that he trusts me. One of the things that I've really worked on is the belief that my husband is choosing me no matter what. So if he gets called in the middle of the night and he has to go to work, he's going because he's choosing me and our family and providing for us. Trust and commitment, they're built into our relationship every time we choose the other person. So if him going on deployment or him working late again or him having to leave at 2 a.m. or going TDY, all of it, he's doing because he's choosing me and our family. And when I started to believe that, everything in our marriage got better. Um, make decisions to have faith in each other. You get to choose to trust your spouse, to trust your husband. Cherish each other. Stay loyal. And find ways to help your love grow. How does your love grow? By serving your spouse by thinking positively about him so we think that somebody needs to do these do XYZ for us to love them but that's really not true we get to just choose to love them and we can do that by thinking great things about them we can do that by choosing them now trust maybe it doesn't come overnight or maybe it does when I spent met Spencer We're kind of crazy, and we decided on our first date that we would get married, and we were married five months later. I had to trust my gut feeling, and I had to really trust that he was the right one for me, and here we are almost, ooh, we got married in 99, and it's 22, so we'll be married 23 years in September, and there have been times where we've been frustrated and upset with each other, but we've always trusted each other and knew that the other person had our back and that they were doing things. We might not agree with it, but they were doing what they felt was right in that moment and what they felt was right for our family, what we felt was right for our family, if that makes sense. So for example, we've been at Fort Drum, New York for a really long time. We've had high school stabilization for our boys and now for our oldest daughter. And just thinking about it at times, I'm like, ah, I would love to go someplace else. Why is Spencer still putting in for high school stabilization? But I trust him that he is making choices that he believes is the very best for our family and that he's not going into it lightly. And we've talked about it and I support him most of the time. Sometimes when I'm frustrated when it's really cold, I'm like, ah, why are we still in New York? but other times I'm so grateful that we're still there and that my kids have been able to go to the same high school. Not a lot of military families get that opportunity, so we've been really blessed in that regard. Now, trust isn't about the words we say or how often we tell our spouse that we love them. It's in the things that we do. It's in showing them. Because when we're trusting somebody, We're actually giving them a piece of ourselves. We're willing to be vulnerable and to share and to just let them know. This is hard and I'm going to trust you. And when we can do that, it is amazing. And the trust has to do with respect and acceptance and feeling secure And we want each of those things to be given to us and we need to give those things to our husbands. We want to trust them. We want to respect them. We want to accept them for how, who they are and we want to feel secure. And all of that comes from our thinking and how we think about our spouse and in how we think about ourselves. Now, sometimes it's kind of hard. Our spouses are thousands of miles away. And sometimes we don't hear for them for days, weeks. And we have to really work on that trust within ourselves. Because us trusting our husbands has to do with how we're thinking about them. It really doesn't have anything to do with the things they say or do. It all has to do with our thoughts. Right now, I am in Oregon helping my brother and his sister-in-law out while she goes through some medical stuff and she's recovering. And I'm just kind of here filling in the gaps. I get to love on my nieces and nephews. I get to go for walks with my sister-in-law every day. And we're going to start doing yoga. And I get to spend time with my twin, which has been so much fun. And being military, we don't get to spend a lot of time around family But I've loved being here and seeing how much alike my twin and I are. And I have to trust that Spencer, who is at home with the girls, is doing a good job. And it looks totally different than how I would do it. My youngest is constantly telling me that I should come home. Just as I tell my daughter that I miss her too. But i know that everything will be okay that spencer is doing a great job so what i have for you ladies today is some tips to help to build and maintain trust and then also some questions from the Gottman institute that you can ask your spouse and also yourself because these questions i think are really great to ask yourself but first the tips and then the questions all right so tip number one is Trust grows with love. As you love yourself and your husband more, you're going to trust him more. And ways to build that love is by thinking positively about your husband, focusing on the good things, finding little ways to serve him. I have found helps to really build love. Spencer really loves gifts. That's one of his five love languages. My mind kind of blanked on that for a second. Sorry. And so when I go grocery shopping, if he's home, I bring home a chocolate bar for him. Or I'll pick up his favorite ice cream or get him, you know, just even these little things that help to build that love and to build that connection in our marriage. When he's deployed, I find out what he wants when we buy it. I do. I'm in charge of the money in our relationship. He'll put the stuff that he wants in the Amazon cart and I buy it because he's gone so much and that we've just found that works really well for us. Now we talk about all of our money decisions, but I do most of the spending per se. He buys whatever he wants. I just usually am the one who puts in my credit card. (laughs) So kind of funny, but that's just kind of how we worked it and it works out great for us. So step one, trust grows with love. And love is giving and not receiving. So it's thinking about your husband, like I said. Step two is to value your spouse's opinion. And when they're deployed, one of the things that I do is when things come up with the kids or a money decision comes up and I'm not able to talk with Spencer about it right away. I think what would Spencer do in this situation? How would he like it to be handled? And then I make my decision. So that's one of the ways that I can value his opinion when he's gone and when he's home or he's TDY in the States and we're able to communicate a little bit better than on deployments or while I'm here at my brother's we have conversations and we make the decision together and we value and I listen and I value what he has to say just as he values my opinion step three is to mean what you say and say what you mean it's plain and simple mean it if you say yes I want to take the kids to the park then do it. Yes, I want to go on this trip with you. You know, I really like to travel and Spencer doesn't nearly as much, probably because he's been gone so much over the past 10 years with the army. The first seven, he wasn't gone as much first eight years because we're at almost 18, almost 19 years. But between flight school and being stationed in Korea, he wasn't gone as much as he's been since we've come back from Korea. And so he just doesn't like to travel as much, but I like to. And so he's willing to go with me. And I'm like, do you want to go on this trip? And and he's really good at saying what he means and meaning what he says, right? And he's like, no, I don't really want to go. But if you want me to go, I will go and I will have a great time being with you. And so that gives me that opportunity to think about it. Okay, maybe somebody else would like to go. Maybe we need to do something different. Or, yeah I really want to go and I want you to come with me and he's willing to go but do you notice that he says what he means and he means what he's saying he's like I will go with you I don't really want to go on this trip but because you want me there I'm gonna go and have a great time and so just mean what you say and say what you mean it gets rid of so much confusion and just really helps you to connect Step four, tell your husband what you need. Now, I have a caveat on this. I'm all for telling him what you need, but don't make your happiness hinge on whether he does it or not. And if he doesn't do it, it means nothing about you. It just means something about him. We've had deployments where Spencer's able to call as often as I would like, and I'm like, oh, great, that means he loves me and he trusts me and he wants to spend time with me. And we've had deployments where he just isn't mentally in a place to call home that often. And I had to learn that that really means nothing about me. It just meant something about him and where he was at. And he needed to focus more on the mission. And he wasn't able to shift from soldier hat to husband hat very easily. And it didn't mean anything about me. And once I stopped meaning it, making it mean something about me, I was able to say, babe, I would love it if you would call more. And if you can't, that's okay, too. I was telling him my need and that if he could meet it or not, it was going to be okay. And that goes back to that step three, meaning what you say and say what you mean. So tell him what you need, but don't make your happiness hinge on if he can meet that need or not. See if there's other ways that you can meet that need yourself. And the fifth one is being willing to share yourself with him. That means being willing to be vulnerable, to share the hard things, to open up. And that can be hard. But when we're willing to open up and to be truly vulnerable with our spouse, there's a level of trust that we're showing in them in that moment. So those are the five tips. Once again, let me tell you what they are. Trust grows with love. Value your spouse's opinion. Mean what you say and say what you mean. Tell your husband what you need. Don't hinge your happiness on him. And don't expect him to guess what you need. Just tell the man. It makes life so much easier. And five, be willing to be vulnerable with him and to share yourself. Now, the questions that I got from the Gottman Institute that... You and your spouse, you and your husband can talk about, but also take some time to really think about these questions for yourself and answer them in regard to your husband and in regard to yourself. So what does trust mean to you? What does trust mean to you when you're talking about your husband or yourself or your child? What areas do you think we need to work on to build trust between us? And maybe even want to work on trusting yourself a little bit more. So what areas do you want to work on? Asking your spouse, what do you need from me for you to trust me even more? And that's part of that. telling him what you need and letting him tell you what he needs and be willing to work on it. And what do you need to show that you are committed to this relationship? So those are the questions and some tips to help you build more trust in your relationship. And as you build that trust, you're going to take your relationship to the next level. But I really want you to take away today, this thought, everything your husband does, he does for you and your family because he is choosing you guys. And that thought has changed my whole military, career as a wife, it helps me to trust my husband more. It helps me to trust myself because everything I'm doing is for my family and to build a better, stronger relationship with my husband, with Spencer. Even being here, helping out my brother and his wife. I'm here because I love family. I'm here because if we were in that same situation, I would want somebody to come in and serve us. I would want Spencer to be able to go and serve his family when the if the need arises and that we can trust each other enough to know that even though we're apart we love each other and we can still continue to build a stronger marriage we can build our trust we can build our love we can build our intimacy together and that's what being married is all about finding ways to support and love each other being willing to be all in all of the time ladies that's what i have for you today go and build that trust with your husband go and build that trust with yourself because you are amazing and you deserve it if you like this podcast if you'd like to learn more or work with me sign up at a free mini call at mariastrangecoaching.com forward slash work with me i would love to be your life coach i would love to help you navigate military life and just learn to love this life a little bit more And to know that even when things go wrong, it's okay that you can handle it and that there's so much more to military life than just surviving, but that you can thrive. So sign up at mariastrangecoaching.com forward slash work with me and I'll see you ladies next week. Bye.